It's un- it's probably going to be called the original doll. So. Hi, my name is Timo, aka Tim O Spears, and Lipe, aka Lipe Servat, and you're listening to Original Doll, the podcast. Hey guys, how's it going? It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, no, hey. it has been. I mean, it's been a week. Um, for know. sure. I mean, we're, we I got know. a lot of, I know a lot of people were excited about our last guest and, you know, we got motivated to meet him and, um, it was, it was a fun call, but we're, this episode, we're going to stray away a little bit from the singles collection, correct, Felipe? Yeah. So as you guys know, every time when we're going to have a court update, we are going to do a special Free Britney episode and guys, I just heard some good news, right? Should we, uh, talk about a little bit with who it's going to be our special guest today, Timothy. Yes, I think okay, she's first. a very special guest. <laughs> yes, we do have a very special game name. It's that surprise witnessed on Instagram, TikTok, and I think you're also on Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. Um, BJ, the one, the only. Basically, um, I found her on TikTok, if I'm not mistaken, or Instagram. Who knows? And she's been a huge part of the Free Britney movement, and especially yes. she was the missing. To me, I like to describe her. She was the missing puzzle piece to the free Britney movement a lot of us knew information however we didn't necessarily understand the business law aspect and a lot of like how to read a court document and like what goes into court documents and BJ just finished studying for the bar exam we wish her well on that hopefully she did well yes and she put a lot of work into it Um, so we want to thank her for being a part of the movement and being today's special guest and to give us updates on the free Britney movement this is it BJ! Yay! Hi, BJ! Hi, hey guys! Welcome to the How podcast. <laughs> Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I am just, um, you know, trying to make sure that I have all of my technology going right here. I always get insecure whenever I have like more than one technological thing to do. <laughs> but uh, I'm super excited to be here and um, have been looking forward to catching up on the episodes of the podcast that I've missed so far, like you said, I'm studying for the bar exam. I was like MIA, like on hiatus. I was basically doing like a Britney hiatus for a few weeks while I was studying. Um, It was really hard to be away too because I would like check Twitter and see what was going on and there were so many court documents being filed, but I was able to catch up on everything before today, thankfully. So I should be able to talk about most of everything that has happened um, on the legal aspect side of things. We're so happy to have you here because as uh, at least me, myself and I, I, I started following you. Uh, I didn't know how to read all of those documents and somehow your name pop up in one of the Instagram's profile or likes or whatever. You do such a great job. Like, you know, for us, the mere mortals that we don't have any <laughs> anything anything to do with law and you're just being like so good like we really 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 appreciate your time and effort doing this for the free britney and for our defense so thank you so much we're very happy to have you here thank you i'm very happy to be here (laughs) and then before we kind of go into the discussion with bj um i wanted to say thank you for all the support of the podcast feel free to give us a follow on where the original doll the podcast on instagram and then we're also streaming on all platforms we're on spotify apple and then feel free to tag us on your stories when you're listening to us. We love to repost and stay interactive with you guys. We love all the feedback that we're getting. It, it means a lot to us. Um, you know, as long as you guys are staying engaged with us, it's going to keep us motivated to continue this on. So, and now we will go back to our special guest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
What was today about? So there was a, a few, there was two rallies. One, there was an, one in LA, the one in Minnesota. What were they rallying <laughs> for other than Free Britney? What was the court hearing about today? Right. So yes. there have been a lot of updates and sort of changes going on over the past, you know, really six to eight weeks, but in particular over the last two or three weeks, um, you know, things have been shifting around. Things were supposed to be heard on certain dates. They got pushed back, you know, all of that stuff. So it's really actually kind of confusing to try to keep up with all of the court dates. It so, is, 100%. So it's, it's completely understandable if people are confused about, like, what today was about. Like, what are they rallying for now? Um, and it's funny that you asked me what they're rallying, what they're rallying for, because, you know, you might even be a, a more appropriate person to ask as one of the Timothy, as one of the organizers of the of the rallies. But, um, so from my understanding, the only thing that they really talked about today at the court, um, hearing was whether or not Sam Ingham, who is Britney Spears, as you know, court appointed lawyer and has been since 2008 whether or not he would be allowed to, um, first of all, hire a law firm called Loeb and Loeb, that's L-O-E-B, as in boy, L-O-E-B, at Loeb and Loeb. And basically what the reason that he wanted to hire this law firm is that he isn't an expert in trial, right? Like he is a conservatorship lawyer and I guess, you know, in his practice or in his time, he hasn't done a lot of trials and he doesn't feel comfortable or confident to do that. So he basically wanted to bring in this law firm that is like an expert at trials. And mm -hmm. he, he can't just do that for two reasons. One, he is the only person that's allowed to be Britney's lawyer right now. And two, who, how is he going to pay that person, you know, that law firm? He needs to be able to access money from, frankly, Britney's estate in order to pay this law firm. So the judge decided, actually, we already got a decision today from the court hearing. Yes. And it's good news because um, Judge Brenda Penny decided that Sam can hire this law firm. And what this means, yeah, no, everybody was clapping at the rally. <laughs> yeah, like we have to do a round of Thank you, Judge Brenda Penny, because... We want to make sure, you know, sometimes we're a little suspicious of her and however, um, you know, it, Brittany said that she wants to do this. It was approved by Brittany, right? So it's, at least we're knowing that Brittany is getting something in her favor. Yeah, yes. no. And it always comes back to this. It's like, well, Brittany is getting something in her favor because Sam's finally doing his job. R regardless of what you think about Sam, listen, I have a lot of negative things to say about him and we can hold him responsible for, you know, things in the past. However... All I've seen from Sam Ingham the last few court filings has been aggressive positive. And, and zealous advocacy on behalf of his mm. client, Britney Spears. And for the last few weeks, I have to be honest, I am impressed. Now, do I think Sam is sitting there writing all of those documents by himself without any help? Maybe not, but, <laughs> but. <laughs> just for the listeners that they don't know who you are, um, BJ, she's just she just finished um, law school, right? So you studying for the boards? Is that correct? So she's really, really well known. That's why she she knows how the law thing happens and the the way it works. So that's why she's really, really knowledgeable about that. That's correct. I went to a a top ten university for law school. Um, or, or a top 10 law school and spent three years there. And, um, you know, 
I, I wasn't valedictorian. It's kind of hard to do that when you're surrounded by nothing but smart people. However, I got a very good legal <laughs> education and I did just now finish taking, uh, studying for and, and sitting and taking the bar exam. I have not gotten, and that's like the test you have to take to be, to be certified to like represent someone in a court of law. And to be honest, I still have to take more tests after this. So a lot of people um, follow me or I don't know who still does. Like I probably lost followers, but at the very beginning, a lot of people had started <laughs> following me to learn how to read court documents because um, they were oh. interested in going to law school or they you know were going to start law school they went to see like what goes into reading these things but then it's like more and more court documents for britney spears case just kept coming out at first i started with just the ones from 2008 right and it was like every now yeah. and again we would get a little two-page thing like oh lynn wants to be an interested party or whatever but then it was just like here's 700 pages of court documents in two months like have fun <laughs> with that a lot of people already know this but yeah so that's that's where i'm coming from um and that's where my education and experience is and I have worked at law firms um, for probably a cumulative total of two years two and a half years somewhere like that mm -hmm. so I um, yeah. I know a little bit about the law and stuff like that but I am not yet you know licensed practicing attorney which gives me a little bit more leeway frankly because I can kind of be but like be. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah I can understand yeah. that yeah. and you don't have to be as cautious uh, about what you're yeah. kind of you know making sure that you, it, could, it'll, it could come off gray sometimes. That's, that's right. that's okay. Yeah, that's right. Because I'm just like, oh, I don't know, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> Figuring it out with you guys, okay? But this is what it says. Exactly. Um, my follow-up question for you is that, so you, you explained today about like how, you know, low and low, you know, Sam will be getting, you know, the access to hire these people to help, um, you know, with trials and stuff along those lines. So it will be coming out from the estate and that was what was approved, correct? So like, meaning that like her father was denying it, who's the conservator of her estate, but now it's like mandatory, he must be cut, correct? Basically, yeah. Um, to go into a little bit more specifics, whenever Sam Ingham originally asked to hire these lawyers, it's it's called associating counsel, but it basically just means hiring them, right? Like tell, like making them come on and help with this case. Yeah. Um, when he first asked to do this, the reason he asked was because he anticipated that there would be a fight between who to nominate or who to put in as the conservator of the estate, whether it was going to be Brittany's nominator, nominated um, firm called Bessemer Trust, or whether it was going to be Andrew Wallet, the semi-retired former co-conservator of the estate who had to leave abruptly last year in 2019 mm -hmm. to avoid irreparable harm and damage to Britney Spears. So Sam Ingham, when he asked for this um, associating counsel, the reason he did that was because he thought there was going to be a big fight, knockdown, drag out between Andrew Wallet and Bessemer Trust, and that they, you know, Geraldine Weil and Gerald Cohen, who are Jamie's lawyers, are these big wig LA lawyers, and they were basically going against this one man show, Sam Ingham. And he was like, you know what? No, this isn't going to work for me. Um, I need help. And then, if you'll remember, um, or you may not remember, but uh, recently, recently, <laughs> yeah, recently, Geraldine and Gerald, which are Jamie's lawyers withdrew that petition to appoint Andrew Wallet. So basically they had like nominated Andrew Wallet and they unnominated him. And then they said, since we did that, we no longer even need to worry about this trial thing. Why don't you, Judge Penny, they said to Judge Penny, why don't you deny this, 
trial counsel thing. We don't need to go to trial. Give us, you know, four to six weeks and we will make some kind of meaningful effort or a good faith effort to work with a uh, corporate fiduciary. But what was interesting is they never said with the corporate fiduciary, which is Bessemer Trust. And so my speculation is they're going to try to put in another corporate fiduciary who has ties to, this is just speculation, but I, mm-hmm. I, I speculate they're going to try or were going to try to put in someone who wasn't Bessemer Trust Company, which is Britney's nomination, but rather was someone else, a different firm who had ties to Lou Taylor or Mitch Martin. So it can't be what's what is the original Lou's investment firm that she was? What was the name of that? Um, not TriStar, but there was another that you were the one that broke that news. <laughs> yeah. On your channel. <laughs> Thank you. On my Instagram, yes. That one is called Stonebridge Investment Council. And it has been known by other names. Stonebridge Investment Advisors. It has been known as Stonebridge Family Office. But Stonebridge, for short, is the name of the firm that Mitch Martin, who has been listed as president of Lou Taylor's company, TriStar, is currently still the president and CEO of. And that Lou Taylor, who is currently Britney's business manager and also has been allegedly called a stalker and a crazy lady by Britney Spears in 2007 emails, oh, allegedly. Alleged in the leaked emails. Uh, that we all remember that. Allegedly alleged. leaked by her but previous BJ. ex-manager, Sam Lefty. And she, all Lou Taylor, for, had worked for that company for almost 10 years. She worked for them for nine years, Stonebridge Investment wow. Council. Yeah. So all this information that you got, it's all public? Like anybody could just actually see them that's correct i can actually give you all the the website that shows that lou taylor worked it's a government website it's um you know the the united states government has certain departments for things you know it's like so the government isn't all you know just congress isn't doing everything they'll kind of have these departments Uh like the department of justice or the department of homeland security etc yeah commerce exactly so um this particular department is called the securities and exchange commission and they're in charge of you know stocks and wall street and stuff like that and they're in charge of regulating um, investment advisors and Lou Taylor was Got registered it. as an investment advisor and because a lot of this stuff has to do with taxpayers and public protection it's public information I think that one of my biggest things of being invo- involved in this movement one of my biggest motivators is to let people know I am not doing anything that most people can't do you know it definitely Got takes it. education and learning and knowing where to look but this is stuff that anyone could find and in fact people have found bits and pieces of this in the past and I just kind of came to help like put some of the stuff together but it really is such a collaborative movement yeah that's amazing yeah we talked about that especially regarding to that that timeline that we ended there you're like oh wait this is actually helpful because like you know there's certain puzzle pieces that you know aren't connecting and we're all you know figuring this out together you're like Uh our lawyer for us you know our (laughs) part-time business law (laughs) analyst FBI even though it's all public information like yeah. You're, you find a lot of dirt because I don't think some, not everyone has that mind, but you're like motivating us like, oh, wait, maybe we can have that mind. I know you're motivating me to, you know, try to, you know, figure out if I could, you know, help you out and, you know, anyone can do it as long as you put your mind to it 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
for the people who are kind of like newer to the Free Britney movement, because we do have fans in Brazil and in Mexico who necessarily don't necessarily how, understand how the American government works and stuff right. along those lines. Right. Um, we never really explained the significance of the two conservatorships that Britney is under. I see. That she's, and then we never also explained of who Lou Taylor is. Not just those countries. We have 28 countries that actually listen to our podcast. Oh, yes, thank a, you. It's a we bunch love of people. You all. We stand you. I just sometimes love. even me, like you know, for being Brazilian, I did, I didn't know if you know, but sometimes all, some of this information is like, how did she come up with all this information? I didn't know it was a public record. For for example, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's one of the things. Like even in this, you know, fascist re- regime, they still have some public information available. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, imagine. <laughs> Oh, man. Everyone go vote on voting day. Yes, it's coming up. Early voting has started in most states. So if you live in the U.S. and you're registered and you're over the age of 18, um, try to register. It might not be too late in your state. And please vote. So I guess you better vote, bitch. You better vote, bitch. Yes. Bitch. So we can start, I guess, with the the two conservatorships. That one's pretty straightforward. So um, there's actually two different ways that you can get a conservatorship in California. Um, one way is is for mental health purposes, where you know maybe you you can do most things pretty okay for yourself that but would maybe yes correct correct and, and those are for people who just need a little help most legal scholars or people who do know about conservatorships have said that is the type of conservatorship britney spears should be under if her Got problems it. are just you know mental health now the type of conservatorship that britney is actually under has like timothy mentioned two separate conservatorships and that's called a probate conservatorship and what it is meant for is not what it is being used for but what it is meant for right that type of conservatorship you're supposed to you know it's supposed to be for people who are a hundred percent incapacitated like essentially like you have this old rich dude who's in a coma and he still has Mm -hmm. bills due or woman whatever old rich person and they have bills due. Somebody got to be able to pay their bills, right? That's pretty yeah. much the type of conservatorship that Britney Spears is under. And that's why, you know, recently you see TMZ comparing Britney Spears to a comatose patient, which I think was profoundly irresponsible. But the reason Super. they did that is because legally she has the same rights as someone who would have been declared incompetent because they're in a coma. She has no rights. That's crazy. She cannot do anything without asking for permission. Legally, she has no human rights. Now, the two types of conservatorship that Britney Spears has, one of them is pretty much strictly for her money. It's called a conservatorship of the estate, E-S-T-A-T-E, estate. And that has to do with, um, you know, the money that she had before the conservatorship started. It's in a, mostly, most of it was supposed to be in this thing called a trust, which is kind of just like it's a type of account where your money would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then mm-hmm. she also, you know, has income that's coming in that needs to be managed allegedly. So that's all of the estate. The conservator of that estate, um, you know, the person who's in charge of that conservatorship is Brittany's dad, Jamie Spears. Brittany also has, <sighs> Brittany also has a conservatorship over her person, which is for people who cannot 
clothe themselves, who cannot feed themselves, cook for themselves, people who cannot um, take a bath, people who can't keep up with their hygiene, right? Um, People who are profoundly physically disabled, people who have very profound developmental disorders or disabilities rather that they would be, you know, on the level of someone much, much younger mentally than they are um, in, in actual physical age. So the conservator, the person in charge of that conservatorship is just some random lady they hired last year named Jody Montgomery. And well, they found this random person, though, because her father stepped down, though. That's correct. And it's alleged it's because, you know, there was that restraining order. It's potential that that was, you know, affecting the the personal of her being, of him being the conservator of the estate and the personal, correct? So then, therefore, there was, that was rumored, so then that's why he stepped down, and then they brought in this person who has expertise or past experience doing uh, personal conservatorships too. Yeah, and so it was, yeah, it was not very much longer after Jamie Spears, which is Britney's dad, was, yeah, given uh, or, or imposed with a restraining order so that he cannot see Britney's children, who happen to also be his grandchildren, for at least another two mm-hmm. years. It was like a three-year-long oh, restraining wow. order at the time. It was very oh, wow. shortly after that uh, restraining order was put into place that Jamie Spears stepped down as conservator temporarily and allowed Jody Montgomery, this random lady who has experience doing this, excuse me, um, to come in and to temporarily take his position. Now, it, at the time, just so that we don't get sued, at the time, the alleged reason, according to Jamie Spears, was that his, you know, he was having, like, colon problems or something. He was really sick, and his colon <sighs> was about to explode or something. I don't know. Sure. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it also happened to be at the same time that his anger also exploded all over his very young and vulnerable <laughs> grandchild. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing there. Oh, that was such a good shade. That was so good. Yeah, that's, like, basically what happened. So those, so that's the long and short of the two types of conservatorship. So Brittany has two types of conservatorship right now. So she has the most restrictive type of conservatorship and she has both of them. One over her money, one over her actual human physical person herself. And that's why you get things like she can't text on the phone or she can't drive her own car or she can't go to Starbucks without permission. It isn't that, you know, she needs the money. She does need money. She gets an allowance and all of that. But, like, let's say she just had a conservatorship of just her estate where it was just the money. She could get an allowance and then she could just get in her car and go on vacation or she could go to Starbucks or she could go see her kids or she could do whatever else stuff she needed to do. But because she also Mm -hmm. has this conservatorship of her person, it allows legally other people to make decisions for her, like what she's going to do on a day-to-day basis. And that's insane just to think about. That, you know, putting Britney in this spot that she cannot do anything. And, you know, she's touring around the world, making millions and millions of dollars. She's incapable to do that, right? But then, this is just so insane. And I think it, like, really, right now, like, the fact that this movement is going on in the middle of, you know, the pandemic and all of that. Kind of important because... I think we can draw on the the mental health aspects of things. Like, if you think about it, like, I mean, at least in the United States, a lot of us are still under a pretty tight restrictions because, I mean, you know, obvious reasons. Like, it wasn't yeah. handled right at the beginning. So, obviously, we mm-hmm. should continue to stay indoors. I'm not saying we should not. But I'm yeah. saying I know what that has done to my mental health, just not being able to just 
put on my, you know, sunglasses and go to the pool or, you know, whatever yeah. without thinking about, oh God, should I bring this mask? Or I need to make sure I stay away from this person or I have to stay away from my grandparents for two weeks or and all of that. And it's like, if you can imagine Britney Spears has been living that life, but way worse right? for 12 years, yeah. like no wonder the girl seems a little unhinged. Maybe I would, you of would course. probably be a little stressed yourself if you I were was like, like that in the beginning of the pandemic too. What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, yeah. 12 years of like, can I go do this? No. Can I see this? No. Can I say this? No. Can I post this? No. Like eventually you're just going to like be like, okay, I guess I give up. Like you people are just yeah, trying to that, control and me. And that's what yeah. she says. And like the first, you know, when the comeback documentary, you know, for the record, she said, you know, every day is Groundhog Day. It's like, there's yeah. no, there, the interview was asked, you feel like your life's out of control? She says, no, I feel like it's too in control. Too in There's control. no excitement. So it's like, it's like well, she was saying that in the year 2009 when she was, you know, 2008, I apologize, when she was first placed under the conservatorship. I could only imagine with years, you become numb in, mm-hmm. in order to protect yourself too. Yeah, it's yeah. a completely normal human psychological reaction to just kind of become desensitized and just go with the flow because like if you're just fighting and fighting and fighting all the time you're gonna run out of energy i'm not a psychiatrist but like i've had depression and i've had no i've felt the profound sadness that comes with isolation and being out of control of your own life and i can tell you that it's not good for your mental health like it definitely sucks Mm -hmm. and especially whenever you have someone who explicitly says like i'm big on freedom my biggest thing I miss is getting my car and just going. I just want to be able mm-hmm. to not feel like a prisoner. Yeah. So my question, my follow-up for regarding to today's court date. Yes, it was approved. Okay, so now, do you think now there's going to be a trial for sure? Oh, yeah. Like I, think, yeah. I think like probably the thing on November 10th will look a little bit like a trial. They're going to be deciding whether or not to seal... The record they're going to be Mm -hmm. deciding whether or not to allow Bessemer to act as co-conservator we already see quite a few arguments that it looks like Jamie and his team are cooking up like Brittany doesn't have the capacity to nominate a conservator it looks like they're going to say that there is no vacancy open for a conservator which is going to come back and bite them because they already tried to nominate andrew wallet so if there was no vacancy then maybe you shouldn't have nominated anyone you already done messed the bed on that um it looks like they're going to say jamie has the most familiarity with this and the people the fiduciaries who have been in place basically looks like they're going to say it's going to be too expensive to pay bessemer and to catch mm-hmm. bessemer up on all the intricacies of britney's financial estate The reason it's intricate is because they the ones done started 15, 25 different companies and who knows where the money is and put it in all kinds of different places, transferred trustees around. Like that's very unusual. You you wouldn't see a trustee, like one of the only reasons you can really get rid of a trustee, like this, you know, Jamie Lynn coming in and all that. The only reason you would normally do that is if the trustee dies original trustee dies or if they're like really messing up on their duties a lot of times you know you'll have a voluntary withdrawal if somebody retires or something like that but there's a lot of unusual stuff going on in here and i think that james and his team are going to be like oh it's too complicated for like some new person to come along like you we should at least be allowed to stay as co-conservators well first off it's too complicated because of them 
Exactly. Like, they, exactly. Every, like every single time something happens to this movement or whatever the case is, it seems like it like they dig it like three times as digger. And like it's hard to keep up with their traces. Yeah. And they're just trying to, in my perspective, obviously I'm not trying to get sued with this podcast. I'm not trying to get sued because <laughs> I think we made $8 so far on advertisements. <laughs> but um, we're not, you know, it seems like they're, they're just trying to cover their asses. You know, yeah. and it's gonna, it's like this ongoing thing as long as, I mean, this is a victory today, but we can't be surprised of what's gonna come in the future, um, yep. especially for them to cover up and make it a bigger thing. And they're saying they don't wanna spend money. You know, this is the argument that you're saying that they might come with, that they don't wanna spend more money. But didn't someone come out saying that like, it was actually cheaper um, to do Bessemer Trust? I haven't seen that, or maybe I haven't, I don't remember it, but it yeah. is it is possible that, I mean, even probably likely that Bessemer Trust would be cheaper than Stonebridge. I mean, Stonebridge is who they're trying to, you know, move money into as we speak, and they they make so much money. I think um, Size Matters, S-E-I-S Matters, his name is um, George. He's oh, four- that's how you pronunciate it. Yeah, size matters. Yes. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> we love sex on this podcast. Yeah, we good. Love it, yes. Well, you should have known that name. Golly. Yeah, it's German. Oh, my God. It's that's German. Right. So if anybody, any of the 28 countries are Germany, then shout out. Yes. Someone has your last name. Uh, <laughs> one of your last names. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so he's like a former, um, oh God, I don't want to say the wrong thing. It's, he's like a former financial, like professional of some sort, like something like that. And he was saying like that for the industry, even for the industry standard, like Stonebridge is super expensive. And basically what they're like charging you to do isn't even to actually invest your money. It's to give it to another investment company that then invests your money. So it's like, just like this middleman company that like takes your money from you holds it for a second, gathers some fees, and then passes the rest of it off to another company mm. to, like, actually manage. Yeah, so it would be cheaper, it, most it, likely, it? for Bessemer to be doing it. But I really don't know. It could be more expensive. But here's the thing. Even if it is more expensive, there's no way that they're going to do a worse job than what Lou Taylor is doing right now. They're yeah, probably going to still a make more money. Company. Yeah. On top yeah. of that, they have multiple employees. And, you know, they have, you know, big guys and not just celebrities under them. They have, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, like, I could have sworn I, I read Nike. And yeah. so it's like, that's, you know, they have corporations under them, yeah. you know, and, and, and I'm sorry, um, Lou Taylor's investment firm, you know, can't necessarily say the same. However, <laughs> they do have TriStar's money, allegedly, you know, and the TriStar does have a lot of money, you know, you know, they manage a lot it of wasn't- business managers. It's, it's rumored to have, you know, Jennifer Lopez, Billie Eilish, Steven Tyler, Vera Smith. There's multiple, um, yeah, Travis Scott, Travis, Travis Scott, Scott, Rosalia. Yeah. Reba McIntyre, Megan Trainer, Yeah, so, I mean, Lou Taylor is not some... And I was talking to someone the other day, and I was like, listen, like, don't be surprised when Kim Kardashian tries to put Kanye West under a conservatorship. And they were like, okay, you're getting, uh-huh. like, a little bit into conspiracy theory land or whatever. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, Kim Kardashian, Kris Kardashian, and Kylie Jenner all have businesses with Lou Taylor. If you don't think that she has mentioned a conservatorship to them then you're just delirious. Like, I'm not a conspiracy Hmm. theorist. Like, follow the money. Look at who she has relationships with. It has already been the case that Kanye West has been put in a psychiatric hold in UCLA Medical Center, which is the exact same institute that Britney was in whenever they did all of those papers behind her back and gave her no notice. 
violated her due process rights, violated her equal protection rights. So miss me with the conspiracy theory stuff. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to back down on that one. I am smiling I so faces. hard. Yeah, no, but yes. really, but we're smiling so hard because of your facial reactions. Obviously, yes. you can't see us. <laughs> I wish you guys so could see that. We record our video calls. Um, we, we see each other digitally, but we record it. So you're only listening to the audio. But um, it's funny because we get to see each other's facial reaction. And BJ is very passionate. <laughs> let, let us tell it's you super. that. It's more than just in her mm-hmm. voice. It's in her face. Try to make it come across in my voice. But, you know, like being a woman in like a male-dominated field, you know, like business and stuff like that, like a lot of times you'll get that yeah. sexist like – you're too aggressive or you're too confrontational or whatever. So I do try to like tone the voice down, but sometimes my face just gives it away anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to be featured in our podcast? Leave us a voice message. You can leave us a voicemail on Instagram or using the link in the description of the episode. You might be featured on the next podcast. So what do you guys expect to, for the next court hearings like what you guys are thinking that's going to happen so there's a few things that have to come up right first thing judge penny just from like today like following up from today's hearing judge penny has um allowed jamie to take some time to file uh objections to bessemer trust to come and say what are your specific problems with bessemer trust in particular, right? Brittany has nominated a trust. So you're saying you don't want, you know, you, Jamie had filed this thing called a reply or a response, but he did not file objections, which in the legal world is a little bit different. A response is just like, oh, what are your thoughts, right? But objections are specific, particular problems that you have with you know, whatever the person is proposing. So in this case, it would need to be particular problems that he has with Bessemer Trust. Why can't Bessemer Trust Company be the co-conservator or the conservator, right? So that's something we need to be looking for. Something else that is going to be um, needed to be discussed and, and settled out soon is going to be the account reporter in a conservatorship. Mm-hmm. In this case, that is Lou Taylor's company. Who, Lou Taylor, we didn't ever get to her, but and we can, but Lou Taylor is Britney Spears's business manager who Britney is alleged to not actually even really know or like. She's had a few conversations with her, but she did not consent to Lou Taylor being her business manager. Well, Lou Taylor has this kind of like accounting firm, glorified accounting firm basically called TriStar Sports and Entertainment. And TriStar Sports and Entertainment is the uh, company that prepares those financial reports for Britney Spears' conservatorship. Each year, they have to present uh, one of these reports. It's called an account report to the court. And it pretty much is like a long receipt that just says every single thing, invoice, like every single thing that Brittany spent money on, every single thing that the estates had spent money on, and, um, you know, how the money was spent. Usually, Sam Ingham just says, you know, rubber stamps it, which is a fancy way or a short, not fancy, a very non-fancy way of saying, uh, (laughs) just, just says, yeah, that's good, whatever, without really paying much attention to it. Well, this year is the 12th year of the conservatorship. So it's the 12th accounting report. They file it like a couple days or like a day before the due date. Well, it's like 200 pages long. So Sam Ingham filed a paper that said, listen, there's something shady going on here. 
I didn't have time to look through all these 200 pages, but I'm going to get back to you. Right. And he tells this to the court and he's like, I don't have time for all these 200 pages, but I'll get back to you. And when I get back to you, I'm going to tell you specifically what my problems are. So that's going to be something that's going to be coming up as far as litigating. Um, Do I, I don't know 100% if it's going to be on November 10th or if it'll be on a different day. Um, another thing that's going to be coming up is going to be, um, of course, whether or not to allow Bessemer Trust, right, to come mm-hmm. in, which they're going to give Jamie time to do his objections. Um, another thing is going to be possibly... We could see a petition filed soon to actually get rid of Jamie as a conservator. Um, That'd be amazing. A lot of people are speculating that Sam has been waiting for the approval of these litigators before he filed that thing. Because once that happens, it's going to be a big deal. It's going to be a, it's going to be the biggest fight of the conservatorship. It's going to be even bigger yeah. than a, than the fight to get Brittany out of it because he's mm. going to you know, hold on with all his might. Like, imagine, like, when you pour salt on a slug, like, he's going to do that. Like, just, like, uh, you know, fighting back. He's going to spend all the money. He's going to use all the dirty tricks. People are going to start throwing each other under the bus. You know, that's my so speculation. we can expect a lot to happen in the next couple of weeks, potentially. Potentially. Like, potentially even before the next court here. Do you guys think that those, uh, apparently, $600 million that was... Uh, transferred to Lure Taylor's company, if I'm not mistaken, Stonebridge. Do you think? Do you think Britney would be able to get that money back? Oh. I think you know. So it's still speculation whether or not that's Britney's money. I think it. I think it's more likely than not that it is Britney's money. It probably is, um, but that's just speculation. Uh, if it is Britney's money, uh, with Bessemer in place and with Loeb and Loeb in place. I think she'll be able to get it back, but who knows how much of her money is going to be spent in order to get the money back. So it may be already spoken for, you know, by fees or whatever at that point. But something else that can happen too is if it is shown that the people who were had some type of power over her money had acted fraudulently or illegally or done something you know against the law or, you know, false pre lied or did stole or anything like that they could be made to pay that money back even if it's gone right so like let's say um, they took a million of britney's dollars and and lou taylor spent it all on pedicures and louis vuitton um which seems to be like possible at this point um lou taylor might have to give britney spears a million dollars back if it ever came to light that that was fraudulent or not allowed you know what i mean you cannot you cannot enrich yourself off of someone else's conservatorship beyond just like your little salary or whatever right and we see they covered their traces though you know i like they seem like they would have covered their traces but at the same time you know they're not 100 professional either tim they haven't covered their traces we were able to find on public records that mitch martin was listed as president of both companies we were able to find in public records that lou taylor was vice president of stonebridge we were able to find in public records that stonebridge uh the same exact year that andrew wallet mysteriously miraculously left and got paid a hundred thousand dollars to do so six hundred million dollars just appeared in lou taylor's firm so like they're not That's that crazy. good at covering their tracks i really don't think timothy that they ever expected that they think of britney spears's fan base as a bunch of 12 year 
12-year-old, 13-year-old mm-hmm. idiots. And I'm not saying 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds are idiots. I've seen a bunch of really brilliant ones. But they think uh-huh. of us that way. They don't think that we're lawyers. Yeah. They don't think that we're financial professionals. They don't think that we're dedicated enough to look at the public record, to look at the private record, to do background checks. They don't think that we're doing that. They have underestimated us. And for that reason, they have not covered their tracks appropriately, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Are you scared of being sued? Yes. Yes. No, so we got to make sure this is all legend information. We're not trying to get sued. We're just, but, but, um, okay. I'm just saying, I'm I'm calling you 100%. I'm scared. I always, I'm always very cautious. I mean, it's, Lou has sued fans, you know, she has. And not only Lou, there have been other fans who have been sued by people associated with this conservatorship and who have been served with restraining orders as recently as two, three weeks ago. I, I am scared to get it sued because I know I'm not doing anything illegal. I know that I'm not doing anything wrong, but neither were a lot of the other people who Lou Taylor has sued. And if you look at how much the lawyer bills cost, $300,000 to sue like one single person, like I don't have $300,000. Now I would be better, I would be better off getting sued than like some fans who have no idea about the law and who have no legal connections. But like, I'm not trying to get sued. <laughs> it's work. Yeah. Litigation well, it's like, we're, we're, is hard. We, we were studying and now we're, it's like, yeah. we have work to do. We have things to do. We, we can't go out of our way. That it just, it's like, I mean, a good example is like the target situation for me. Like, yeah. like my brother's like, you need to speak to a lawyer. You need to speak to an attorney. Like you can honestly, and it's like, I'm like, that's work. Like, I, yeah. Like, I don't think you need to, <laughs> I don't think you need to get a lawyer, but I do think like that follow up was like so inappropriate that like it was just out of line. Yeah, I've been ghosted by Target. I thought it was like kind of resolved. What I find to be the most compelling part of this whole thing is that it has not only did he stalk you and harass you in the store. He stalked you and harassed you outside of his place of business to find you. Yep look you up whatever whatever and then to try to what guilt trip you because he was a homophobe i'm sorry i don't i don't have a lot of sympathy for your homophobia i don't give a shit if your mama your daddy your little sister your brother your dog your cat is gay you were still a homophobe (laughs) regardless what you're doing you weren't doing your job as much as you think you were so it's like i like you, you your job is to make sure no one is stealing and guess what you're doing you were targeting me thinking i was potentially gonna steal so it's like it's like you even if it was someone who complained to Karen complained and said, you know, Hey, this guy's not wearing, you know what I mean? Whatever the case is. Um, he still spoke we, up and he didn't need to do that. Yep. This would be part of this, uh, very big Britney website in Brazil. And we got an email from the Lou team when make me, it was leaked. Then we posted it on our, our, in our uh, website. And they said, that if you don't take that down, they would sue us. Oh, this was even in Brazil. Which, which version? The La Chapelle version. I mean, like, when yeah, the whole thing leaked, when the also, whole video leaked. Did y'all, see she, did y'all see she also has served a um, some type of legal complaint against the person who created uh, Lou Taylor, investigate Lou Taylor.net? So it's like That's she... That's more recent she, news. She keeps on doing it. Um, and so, of it's course, insane. I'm scared to get sued. I mean, at the end of the day, I didn't do anything illegal. And the very extreme... Are you blocked in her in Twitter? I am blocked on Twitter. And I've never tagged her in anything on Twitter. <laughs> I'm blocked on Instagram and I never tagged her in anything either. I don't know That's if I'm crazy. blocked on Instagram or not. Yeah, Instagram. You know what? Lou has all these bot accounts. This is legend information, but there's all these bot accounts. B-O-T-S. So we should be able to, you know, spy 
spy on our people who are controlling Britney's money potentially. Yep. Oh, no, no. This is not potential. Lou Taylor is absolutely controlling Britney's money through her company, TriStar. Like, we have that mm-hmm. on facts. That's facts, facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to ask, what do you guys think about this post that, that Britney has been posting lately about the red... Uh, the rad thing. What do you guys think about it? I literally have no idea. I have had so many different theories and whatever. And every time she posts something new, I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. Like today or yesterday, she posted that like really sexy bra and like stockings with thong unders. And I was like, girl. <laughs> and then I was like, maybe red is like revenge. But then before she said like red, like Project Rose, maybe it was like some kind of trafficking thing. Like I, at this point, like it could just be some wild goose chase. Like a who knows? I, I really don't know. I could be convinced, but I really don't know. How about you with Tim? Yeah, I could believe the story that was told by me, but at the same time, like I'm like, I just feel like it's irrelevant, especially yeah. to the movement, like just to the movement in general. Britney's Instagram, doesn't necessarily, to me, deal too much with the movement. Sometimes it's seen in our favor, you know? It's like, oh, wait, she yeah. hinted at this. Maybe this is a, you know, a sign. Um, yeah. But I just don't think it's necessarily, uh, like, needed for the movement. Um, but the Project um, Red aspect, I know there's a rumor that there might be a new Danger produced song and like some lyrics leaked blackout 2.0 how am I suppo- supposed to believe that when it could be a fan <clears throat> who's just yeah. starting a rumor you know i just feel like it's irrelevant i feel like it's a distraction if yeah. if i do find out that you know i see a video of britney and she's like hey you know buy my new song or whatever or i have a new song maybe i'll believe it a little bit more but in the meantime yeah. I don't, I don't think much of it. I didn't like really talk about how I got into the movement, but a lot of people will probably already know. I, I, I am not in the movement from like a fan perspective. Like I am a fan now of Britney Spears, but like I came in from like the legal perspective. So a lot of this stuff um, from like the pop culture side, I'm kind of like clueless. So I wanted to ask, uh-huh. there's the, what, there's like some website that has these blind items. Like, are those real? Like, what's the deal with those? The blind items with the secrets about Britney and like a secret. I have no idea. There's a site um, that oh. that leads. It's parallel to Free Britney that has like secrets, and it says oh. blind item number one, blind item number two, and it oh. and it's like secrets um, to like um, share more light about what's happening going on they won't say that it's britney spears but they'll be like this pop star popular pop star is going through this or popular they often call her a permanent a-list singer which means like that's what they do she's permanently going to be like considered a-list like and there's only a certain few people who that could apply to at all. You know, you could think of maybe a half dozen to a dozen. Michael Jackson, uh Madonna. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe... I didn't know about that. Yeah, maybe um, Rihanna, you know, like big names like that. But then, like, they keep calling her, or the, you know, the person a permanent A-list singer, and then they refer to her as her and she, so it narrows it down even more. And then they say the recent blind item leak thing was that the reason that she appeared in full-length clothes and pants recently. You know that recent Instagram post with her, like, what is it called? Flannel shirt and, like, her hair was down Yeah, she was changing the light bulb. Yeah. Yeah, so she was, like, this blind item website said the reason she was wearing that instead of her usual, like, crop top thing is because she was, like, covered in bruises. And it's just, like, really conspiratorial. But a lot of those blind items over the years, allegedly or apparently, have been true, 
So I was trying mm-hmm. to see like, like they have later turned out to be true. So I was trying to see like what mm-hmm. y'all thought about it as people who were like maybe a little more. You know, um, no, I haven't even touched that. BJ, I have not touched that, but I will say you're right. I've seen, I will, t- I haven't seen the website, but I've seen like screenshots on uh, Instagram and some, yeah, some of the, some of them are obviously very, variously conspiracy theory based that you're like, okay, there's no way. And, and you don't see the parallels, but then some of them, you do see the parallels. I would be curious to do a little bit more of a deeper dive and look back on the past ones to see what I know now to see if I saw any parallels, but I definitely know that there are parallels, but I haven't gone down that route. I don't know who does it. I don't know any information about it, to be honest. That's it, crazy. It, it, I didn't, it, I didn't hear about this website before. Oh, yeah, as you kind of stated that you're not necessarily a part of, you know, the Britney Spears fan base. Like you came from like the legal aspect. However, you kind of grew up on Britney and, you know, you kind of, you know, she's been in your world somewhat. So we wanted to break the ice <laughs> and ask you some fun icebreakers. Oh, um, God. A little unrelated to free Britney. Okay. So yeah. Philippe is going to hit it off. Okay. So let's break the motherfucker eyes as Britney yes. would say a piece of me show. Ice. Right. <laughs> so good. Oh, I like this part. When did you start following Britney? Uh, so basically, actually, you answered that was when the Free Britney movement started. Is that correct? Um. Well, so I'm from Louisiana also. And so I always thought it was really cool that there was this enormous pop star who, you know, was also from Louisiana um but as far as like her music and stuff i like would really just hear like what came on the radio um and you know when she first came out i would be obsessed with her music videos like i would have it on vh1 and mtv like back in my day when there was music videos (laughs) and um of course like uh what is it the what is it oh god not one more time oops i did it again i think which one is the one with the red the leather red like oops i did it again yeah so that was like probably like the most um, the, the like Britney, um, so like video or like iconic imagery that stands out the most in my head. And then I guess uh. when she did her like comeback thing, like I was really obsessed with the song three, loved that one. Um, <laughs> but other than that, like, yeah, I just kind of was like a passive Britney Spears fan, like a, like a radio fan. I respect that answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of started answering some of the questions that we have, so it was perfect. Oh, okay, good. So was there, <laughs> was there an album that you were, like that you actually purchased? No, I've never purchased your fav- your a Britney fav- Spears album. I have purchased one Britney Spears song on iTunes, and it is three. Three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's your favorite single. Yeah, you know, since I've been in the Britney Spears movement, um, I actually free Britney movement. I actually really like. Um, and this might be controversial, but I really like, um, every time a lot more now that I see Britney, like as a really, like, she has been humanized to me in a way. So I feel like, you know, being like a teenager or a young 20, however old she was when she wrote that song and wanting to, you know, she said she wanted to have that scene of herself, you know, passing away in a bathtub or whatever. Like, I really like, identi- not identify with that. That sounds pretty morbid. But like, I really, mm-hmm. res- <laughs> I really respect that she is such, you know, a profound and deep person. And that song really brings full circle that she's not just this girl that dances around with low cut bell bottoms. Like she's, 
a very profound and There's deep, depth. yeah, complex mm-hmm. woman like us, like any like a person, like all of us, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even, like it's it's a simple song, but yeah, it has so much depth, a hundred percent. Yeah, for how 100%. old she was whenever she whenever she wrote it and whenever it came out, you know, like yeah. especially like. I don't know. I like I that say one. 21. Yeah. I mean, not that so, young. People go through it these days. Like it's 2020. You better, you're 21 <laughs> years old. You live two lives by now. A hundred percent. This is like the longest year. The ever. longest four years yeah. of my life. Is there a music video that you kind of go back to like other than iconic, but is there a video that you tend to like watch a lot or are you kind of like your go-to music video? No, I really like the, um, the VMA performance, which is not a music video of Toxic. Which one? Uh, Slave, Slave for You. You know uh, what other one I that's like? That's iconic. The other one I really like is the one that apparently people hate because, uh, what was she singing? Womanizer, maybe? The one where she's like, you know, people were like, oh, she was on, you know, she was being medicated too much and she like, whatever. Like she was wearing the fishnet um, stockings with like those little shorts and she had on like blonde straight hair. But apparently like behind the scenes, all this stuff was going that on. That sounds like, like every single Britney Spears music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like trying to like put it down. I'm like, what can I think more? it was... <laughs> it must have been Gimme More. I don't oh, really no, go I don't really go back to any music videos to answer Got the it. question. But like there's a few things that like I like, you know, I'm like that's a boss ass bitch. Like good for her, you know? But you know, I actually I'm loving your answers because, you know, most of our guests here are like huge fans of, you know, her music and everything. And you are such a like this huge activist and then pro, you know, free Britney and you're just being sincere and honest. I, I just love that. My next question for you is, have you ever seen her live? Probably not, right? Never. No. <laughs> no, I've never yeah. seen her live. And honestly, don't even remember, like, her ever even coming. I'm sure she did, right? Like, I've lived in Boston. I've lived in um, Louisiana. I've lived in New York. I've lived in Philly. You know, I'm sure she's been she's somewhere been places, where yeah, I was. And, and, you know, I don't even remember people being like, we're going to Britney Spears. Like, I just was outside <laughs> of the fan base. I really, I mean, I would hear her like, I went to a lot, like most of my friends in college were in the LGBT community. So like, of course, I would hear like club remixes of all her stuff, like at Splash, the one gay bar in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. But other than that, like, other than that, like, no, I don't know. I know, I feel like a fake fan. Like, I'm going to get kicked out. No. Like, no. Oh, my goodness. No, no, no. Please don't feel we that way. We just might get a few DMs about you. That's it. Yeah. Please don't feel <laughs> like, that way. Like, we can't believe you had her on. I no, might, yeah, kidding. like, I might get DMs. Like, bitch, you have to watch this video. Like, I can't believe you didn't oh. see this song. Like, this I mean, is your new favorite song. We have recommendations for days, 100%. Yes. Um, oh wait my favorite britney spears song as of late is the one that obviously some fan did that's a cover of all her songs mashed together (laughs) yes (laughs) did y'all see that the free britney song it's like with like oops and baby together i forgot who does it but it's i'll put a little bit here for you guys it's so cute looks like i did it again and baby can't you say you made me slave. And it sounds like Britney, so and, and, yeah. and like of her. If you, um, I guess I could wrap up the series of questions. Um, if you had a message for Britney, so let's say she is listening to the podcast, what would you say to her? Oh wow! Um, hey, girl, I'm so excited you're listening to this podcast. We are. <laughs> <laughs> 
We are peasants among royalty. We all bow yes, down. Yes, we are <laughs> We bow down. I would say, you know, I would say that it's really, really, really unfortunate and unconscionable what has been allowed to happen to you in front of the entire world's very eyes. And despite that being unacceptable, I and the rest of the Free Britney movement are, are dedicated to making sure that no one else can possibly look away from this for any longer because it's unacceptable, it is a human rights violation, and your feelings of whatever you've been going through are absolutely valid because anybody would be probably handling this even worse than you. I'm going to tell you one thing. I would be all over social media. I would, I, I'm not even going to go to the extent of what I would have done by now. So anything that anyone is telling you about you being weak or not strong enough is absolute bullshit. Girl, you keep doing your, you keep keeping it up and we're going to keep keeping it up and we're going to get you in a position where you have more freedom. That's a promise. Yeah. Aww. I, I got I got a lot of goosebumps. Aww. Oh my god! There's it's so much, much passion and dedication. Yes, I did. Sorry, I didn't <laughs> listen to all your albums and stuff though. Too, my bad. <laughs> oh whatever. I think she would be happy. She'd be like, "Yeah, don't buy that BS." Like, like, like you know, I mean, we're, we're like, she. I think she would rather have her freedom than. I know um, people are like. It's funny, like yes. Felipe. Like people are like, you know, I bought the vinyl. I bought this, that, like whatever. I'm like, I am boycotting Britney the brand, the brand. <laughs> Boy, Meanwhile, you've been bow-carding here for years. <laughs> Britney Spears has never made Britney Spears has never made a single penny off of me. I don't think like maybe like the two other pennies, than that one song three, of three, three on iTunes. Yes, yes. Well, I would like to thank you so much, BJ, to be part of our podcast. It was so much fun, even though it was a very heavy. Um, topic to talk about oh my god we you brought so much knowledge and everything to our podcast so thank you so much for accepting and being here with us yes. yeah of course i would like to come like if y'all want to have me back on every court date like that's fine like i love being here <laughs> oh, <laughs> i was gonna ask you that gonna... <laughs> i wanted to say thank you for coming on too yeah like this podcast is like it's very light and airy um when we made this podcast we wanted to make sure that we could shed a light on free britney and on top of that remember britney spears the brand and the nostalgia aspect you know find that mix because there's not really a podcast that does the both mm. um, um, and we want to be, you know, we want to give it real to the fans, whether, you know, we would, we try to have come from an unbiased perspective and try to hear from both sides. And um, we're just happy to have you on here. I feel like you, considering you may not be the biggest Britney Spears fan, I know that you're one of Britney's biggest advocates. So I definitely wanted to have you on. So thank you for coming on. And it was an honor. And um, I, did you want to chat about the giveaway, Felipe? Yes, we are having a special giveaway, our very first one. That was sponsored by Timothy. Oh, yeah. Yes, sponsored so, by me. I donated one of my merchandise. <laughs> so for, for for all the rules and everything, just go to our um, Instagram at original.thepodcast and just look for the picture of the baby one more time, pink cassette, and all the information there is very simple. It's just basically following me and Timothy and the podcast. And the date of the giveaway would be... If I'm not mistaken, it? it's October 26th. So yes, you still so have it's some coming time. up. As always, when Timothy used to tell us, um, you know, this podcast is just not... Timothy Felipe's podcast is everybody's podcast. So please make sure you still listen to uh, our podcast or episodes. Follow us on Instagram. Tag when you listen to us. Leave us a voice message. Because without the you guys, this podcast. Mean the most to us. 
Yes. I'm not gonna lie. Rather than exactly, a, it's just because it's like shows you that the, there's a persona behind this account, you know, and uh, it means a lot to us. BJ's, do you want to leave your social media for people that want to follow you or reach out to you or DM you that? Oh, you have to listen to this, <laughs> this music video, this song. <laughs> yeah, um, you can find me on Instagram at that surprise witness, and or TikTok at just surprise witness. There's no that in front of it, and then. Um, I'm also on Twitter, and of course, they don't give you enough characters to make your name long enough. So it's just surprise witness with one S. But mostly, I'll be on Instagram at that surprise witness. IG is where you're, you're at, and I think yeah. IG is where we're all mainly at for the most part. And I have yeah so. a lot of like um, videos that if you haven't if you're not familiar with me, um, which I would understand why you wouldn't be uh, as a fan of this podcast. <laughs> um, I, I do go over every single court document. Um, mm-hmm. when it comes out. So I, I probably have at least 10 up now of like me literally reading line by line um, on IGTV. If that's something you are interested in, like you don't have to follow me or whatever, but like that's just a thing you can look at if you're interested in knowing more about the court documents and what they mean and understanding them and stuff like that. I mean, that's how I started following you because I started like watching those IGTVs. They're very, very, very good. Oh, thank so you. make sure you guys follow her. And I get, yeah, I, I totally agree with the voice memo thing. Like whenever I get voice memos, I'm like, oh, this is like a real person that took time out of their day. Like, it's really cool. As long as they're not creepy. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Everyone has been wonderful. Thank God. Like knock on wood. That's good. I feel like yeah. Britney fans for the most part are pretty sane. Yeah. To a certain extent. Yeah, yeah, believe it or not. Thank you for coming on. Peace out. It was a pleasure. Until next time, we'll be discussing um, Born to Make You Happy. But the special guest will be on next week. So stay tuned. And yes, yes. thank you, you guys there. Bye. Bye. Thank you, bye. See you all later. Baby, what you see is what you get. Hi, what's up? This is Britt, and I'm not in right now. So do your thing. Beep. <laughs> I'm just kidding.